You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right, welcome. This is the Geek End Update. And so, I'm Wendy. I'm Scott. I'm Brandon. We have Randy over there making us sound good. What up? So we are a married couple, passionate about each other and all things geeky. We are the two geek- of them are. Well, yes, Brandon is <laughs> no, not. No, we're all sorry. married. <laughs> we're, yes, Brandon we're is my married. no. Brandon's my nephew. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So we uh we had a lot of of followers this week on on Facebook. So I thought I'd kind of reintroduce us for those who don't know. Yeah. Um. But we are the Geek End Update, recording out of the Podcast Detroit Studio in Royal Oak. And uh, today's show is sponsored by National Credit Card Relief. So uh, if you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debts forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more money you can save. If you have at least $10,000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. 800-218-7170 there is no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call 800-218-7170. That's 800-218-7170. Get your debt problem solved. Call 800-218-7170 today. Thank you. All right. Well, as usual, we want this show to be interactive, and I'm hoping with the amount of people that we... um attracted with our our meme made by scott yep i got the inspiration one day (laughs) (laughs) that's not something that props can fix that's gonna be a little harder to fix i'm out anyways okay so today we're going to be talking about infinity war and i'm hoping a lot of people will uh will join us and how they can join us so if you would like to join us, uh, give your input or whatnot, uh, you're a- able to call us. Uh, we'll take your calls live uh, at the number 248-579-5260. That's 248-579-5260. All right, having fun there. All right. Uh, or you can also, you know, if you'd rather not have your voice on, on the podcast, uh, you're also welcome to email us at... Uh, thegeekendupdate at gmail.com. Uh, you can also Facebook us at The Geek End Update or tweet and follow us uh, at The Geek End Update. Uh, the Twitter handle is uh, update spelled UPD and then the number eight. Yeah. So bombard us with stuff. Yep. Drive uh, crazy. Caveat though. If you do do this, um, we want this to be friendly. You know, I know that with Infinity War and anything Avengers and and a lot of things, but, you know, today we're going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War. Um, People can get very heated about stuff. We want this to be a friendly discussion. So everyone has their own opinions and everything, and we totally honor it. And uh, by if if we 
do get in, you know, into this and everything. We want this to be a friendly, yep. friendly discussion. So. Also, if if you're listening to this right now and you hadn't gotten the warning previously, this episode will be full of spoilers. We're we're not we're not holding back. We're not holding back any any details. We are not. So so evacuate. <laughs> if you have not seen the movie and you do not like spoilers, do not join us in this discussion right now. Listen to our show after you watch the movie. <laughs> and then yell at us and be like, oh, man, I wish I could have said this. Right. Exactly. Snape kills Dumbledore. Oh, oh spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, we were, you know, warned about spoilers. Anyways. Um, spoilers everywhere. Before we get into this, though, because I wanted to have people have time to log on to their social media and stuff and get what they need out. Um, we I know last week we did our um, talk on The Incredibles. And Scott and I, we were able to go see Incredibles 2. There will be no spoilers in this. I'm just letting you guys know. Totally worth the 14-year wait. Go. <laughs> go. Yeah, it was, go. it was very good. Totally worth it. It was phenomenal. Um, everything that I wanted and more is is uh, is it. So that's all I will say about Incredibles 2. <laughs> yeah. So um, as mentioned before, though, our post re- reached a lot of people. And, uh, you know, a lot of people shared it and, you know, we are super excited about this, this episode for sure. Um, we actually had, uh, someone actually message us and it was Mark from Flint and he had said, I really didn't like the ending. Where can they go from here? So I wanted to start off our discussion with where can they go? Where, you know, where, where can they go from here? Obviously at the end, we got to see the, you know, the, the hint that uh, Captain Marvel is coming, you know. So yeah. I got to see that Thanos is off farming somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, obviously Captain Marvel is probably going to be join, you know, joining them, you know. Um, yeah. And for those of you, it's kind of an in- interesting little tidbit, though. For those of you who don't know, the um, the Infinity Stones were actually introduced as soul gems originally in the comics. So that was pretty cool. But when it was mentioned that there were six of them, you know, it was mentioned one soul gem was mentioned. I want to, I think it's 67, 1967. And, um, but um, all six of them, it was noted that all six of them were there in a Captain Marvel one. So it's kind of cool that they're, they're wrapping it all, you know, back around and, and bringing Captain Marvel into this, you know, and, uh, so yeah, it's a nice lead in to, to her. Yeah, so um, super excited about that. Be another girl in the universe too. I love it. So mm. I like seeing strong women. It's really cool, empowering. And from what I've been reading, or what I've read on her powers, and understand she's very powerful, very strong woman. <laughs> she is indeed. So um, I have an obvious question though. And I don't know if any of us has a theory on this or not, but how will Iron Man make it home? <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that the second time I watched the movie because it, it, it sunk in uh, that he kind of is the only one left there. Well, I mean, Nebula's there too. Yeah, yeah. So she needs to stop crashing ships. Yeah. <laughs> like, did she not learn how to land something? Like, every Thanos time we've seen her in a ship, she, important. like, crashes it. 
<laughs> it's not in. It's it's not programmed yet. She she hasn't learned that part yet. Well, I mean, you see, Thanos spent all of his time teaching Gamora how to drive. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the obvious question, you know, because we pretty much know he's pretty much depleted, right? And he's too far away to even try to get his suit to do. And and the only um, the only ships that we know of have pretty much been crashed into the planet pretty much you know yeah i mean he might they might be able to find um uh, shoot what was the um because nebula did crash a, another ship on that planet mm-hmm. um crash being the you know yeah. operative word there yeah so there's a chance that there might be another one of those <laughs> available <laughs> <laughs> well with captain marvel she's linked to the kree so maybe somebody swings by and picks up iron man on their way to earth yeah. i don't know but well well i mean she is linked but at this point because xandar was was technically destroyed the the you know telecommunications and everything might not be i'm not sure how she would be able to well he doesn't destroy thanos doesn't destroy whole planets he cuts them in half no, it was mentioned. Do you remember when Thor actually said, like, you know, he got the um, the power stone from Xandar when he destroyed it? I, yeah, I guess we don't know. I, I mean, this we didn't see it on screen, so maybe he was just being casual not, not about dramatic. the terminology. Yeah, like the city Xandar was destroyed, but the planet was. <laughs> You know, but that's another question I had, though, is, you know, I mean, Xandar is such a huge thing in the Marvel Universe. You know, um, it's it's in multiple, um, it, you know, it was in multiple timelines or, or, or universe, you know, in the Fantastic Four, you know, not in, in the cinematic that I can remember. But then again, I watched the new one only once. Didn't really like the new one. Sorry. I liked the ones with. Um, Michael Chiklis is that his name? I can't think. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the commish—that's all I remember is the commish. <laughs> um, but uh, so the Fantastic Four in the comics, Xandar was was a thing, you know. Um, not just like a mention; it was it was a big thing, you know. Um, obviously, it was in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It was mentioned you know, in the Avengers, it was in the, you know, the comics of the Avengers versus X-Men. So it's, it's a big thing. So I'm kind of wondering why they only briefly mentioned it. There wasn't even like a flashback or anything of how Thanos got the stone. It was just briefly mentioned. It's, Thor was it's like, maybe to leave the ambiguity, ambiguity for them to bring it back if they deem it so, or for them to make it just not there anymore. If they decide that they, it's better off leaving it dead. How did Thor get to Wakanda? Well, Magic. I mean, yeah, we so can, <laughs> can he go get Iron Man? So, so yeah, theoretically, yeah. what it was was you know, um, he you know he now has the the power to to control the Bifrost now with his new um, Stormbreaker, no, Stormbringer, yeah. <laughs> Stormbringer. Um, you know, so <laughs> is. Strikes me as convenient now because Thor is, you know, basically God of Storms and the axe hammer thing can bring him places. Yeah, but it's it's Stormbreaker. Ah, oh, it's Stormbreaker. You were right. The I first was right time. the first time. 
<laughs> I was wondering where you're uh, going with this. Never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll take it back and walk in the corner over here. <laughs> um, the interesting question, because a lot of a lot of people are upset that Thor didn't go to, um, holy bejesus, why Titan. am I blank? Thank Titan. you, Titan. You know, first, I know I, that's what Jack. You know, our friend Jack had actually brought it up. Like, why didn't he go there? You know, he could have gone there and 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 helped with Thanos before he even reached Earth. You know, um, is there a reason why he couldn't go to Titan? You know, I mean. Probably because it's been known that Titan is Thanos's home, you know, planet. But with Titan being essentially destroyed, can the Bifrost even reach there anymore? It's a question, you know. Good question. It's you know, so it's it. Obviously, some of these questions that we're asking today may or may not be answered. I mean, I I wish I knew more about the comics than I do because it's been forever since I've read a lot of comics. It's possible that once the Infinity Stones are in the Infinity Gauntlet, they can't be tracked as easily as ones that aren't in it. I mean, can they be tracked, though? Because if they can be tracked, then why would would Thanos have sent Gamora out to find one? Well, I mean, the Soul Stone was kind of special. I mean, they're all special. That's why they're but, but Infinity Stones. But if you think about it, after <laughs> after Thanos got the, the Time Stone, he just automatically appeared on Wakanda. Just happened to know that the, you know, the Mind Stone was going to be in Wakanda. But he might have been tracking something else. But with the power of the Bifrost, too, he might be able to see stuff as well. And so if the Bifrost cannot go to Titan, then there we go. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, because seriously, um, it, I don't know why I'm blinking on every the, the Thor, Thor's friend that was originally. It starts with an H. That was. A, thank you. I don't know why I'm blinking on names today. I even have all my notes right here. <laughs> I, I, I stole your memory of names. Uh, normally I'm not this good. Apparently. So, Except for um, Stormbringer and slash Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, because he was able to see before opening up the Bifrost, you know, that's how he was able to like if Thor says open, you know, open it up. He'd be able to see what was going on. He could see into other planets and stuff. So theoretically, with the power of the Bifrost, then Thor can actually see places. So he would know that that you know that the war was going on there. He could check on his friends. It's a yeah. new power, though. He just gained it, so maybe he doesn't know all the finer aspects of it. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe we'll see some refinement <laughs> I mean, coming in the next movies. Maybe that's why he chose Earth first, because that's just where he looked first. He's like, hey, you know, let's check on these guys. Oh shit. Well, because he knew that he knew that the two he knew for sure that two stones were down there. Yeah, you know, so that would be the obvious place to check to see what's going on. Hey, I know where these two specifically are, mm-hmm. and he knows how to look at Earth because he's been to Earth. You know, yep. so I who knows if he can travel to Titan, but I know the you know like in theory it makes more sense for him to go to Earth rather than try and find like look through all the planets and try and find <laughs> Thanos because yeah. where's this dead planet that one's heard of in a while right <laughs> so um so honestly I I think that that's why Thor wound up going to Earth without going to Titan unless he genuinely cannot go to Titan yeah so all right the other big question. Who screwed up more, Thor or Star-Lord? Star-Lord. Yeah. Because I know it's a big it's a big theory that, like, you know, Thor should have known better. He's, you know, he's a god. 
Why didn't he go so for the Star-Lord. head? He's half God. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean, potentially half better than a God. Yeah. I can't. But he, I think celestials were Talk about refining powers, though. He didn't even know he was half God until very, very recently, <laughs> whereas Thor was brought up to be a God. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just have a hatred for Peter Quill right now. But also, I'm not over it. (laughs) On on the side, you know, Thor. Thor might have, uh, you know, moral qualms with just killing somebody outright. And so couldn't bring himself to do it and thought that he would successful. Plunging something into someone's (laughs) chest is not outright killing them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your thought on this one is a little flawed, sir. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Randy, what do you, what's your thought? Thor, Star-Lord, who messed up more? Do we, do we know for sure that if Star-Lord hadn't interrupted that they would have been successful? I mean, they almost had it off. Yeah. Did so. They? Did they really? <clears throat> I mean, Maybe. I, I, I too think Star Lord was the one that messed up more, but I think I mean, there was a was whole lot there. of things that could have been done to stop Thanos, and it wasn't done. Doctor Strange could have just cut off his hand. Yeah, but you know, because Doctor Strange did the whole future. Yeah, there's thing, only one possibility we, thing. We, Maybe this is what has we to have, happen. We have to rule out everything that he did is is not involved. <laughs> I think I think the messing up is what had to happen for that universe, one possible universe. I to, I, I to honestly work. think the biggest clue to that because I agree. I I I truly believe that the way that this happened was the way that it needed to be because Doctor Strange went through that big number. I don't even you know the big number of possibilities, and he only saw the one that that they won, and he literally told Iron Man, "This is how it had to be." And he literally saved Tony. Like he gave up the stone to save Tony Stark. And then he says, I know this, you know, this is, this is how it had to be. So I really truly believe that, that we're on the way that he, the one way that he did see. I really, I really believe that. Yeah. And maybe he also needs Tony to be a hitchhiker. He needs him to be a hitchhiker? Yeah. You know, there's probably something something that's going to cross paths with the planet Titan or something, or somehow the Tony's going to get off the planet Titan. It's going to domino effect. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. That's the whole thing. Like, we don't know where where it's going, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a great theory. Because, I mean, it seems, it seems oddly coincidental that it's pretty much just him and Crashy McCrash Crash. Crash, <laughs> crash, crash. Nebula's, Nebula's new. Alone. She's trying her best. <laughs> I mean, to her credit, she could have stayed away. She could have stayed far away from this, but she came back to, you know, she came <laughs> yeah. to kick Thanos' yeah. butt. You know how she probably wound up in that torture chamber, though, was, you know, she was going to take out Thanos, but she crashed. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Now you can go sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other so the other thing that I I have a question about though is Tony Stark, Steve Rogers. Are they going to make up? 
Maybe. If 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 Iron Man gets back to Earth, you know, because who knows? The final battle might be somewhere far away from Earth that's closer to, to Titan. Yeah, because what's going to happen? Iron Man, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Iron Man gets back to Earth and finds <laughs> Pepper Potts has named his son Steve. <laughs> Is, uh, that was another question I had. Is she what, like? Did she just not know she's pregnant? What was that whole scene about? I swear, though, I swear, when Thanos was talking to Tony on Titan, and I've told you this, you know, but yep. um, you know, when he's saying, you know, it, after all this is done, half the population will will you know will be and will still be alive and everything. And instead of saying, and I hope you know, I hope they'll remember you. I swear, I thought Thanos was going to say, including your child. And I was going to be. Are you serious right now? But it didn't. He, you know, he said, you know, I hope that they remember you, you know, but it leads me like, why, why was that conversation such a big thing at the beginning? Like, like Disney and Marvel don't do anything haphazardly. There's something going on with this. And if it's not, I'm really upset because disney and marvel never do anything haphazardly it it could have just been an attempt to show that tony's still paranoid and to to point out the the thing being on his chest yeah yeah devil's advocate there but i mean i'm kind of hoping that i'm kind of hoping there's you know there's a marvel trickery marvel trickery yeah that they borrowed from loki going on there (laughs) all right so another big question why can't bruce summon the hulk because hulk's a big baby is he the hulk doesn't want any of that the hulk realized that thanos is someone who could best him and is scared hulk's not used to losing yep i think it has to do with ragnarok I think it has to do with the fact that, you know, that whole conversation, how, you know, he's afraid that Hulk's going to take over. No, I mean, but, but like Hulk popped out and he's like, no. And he was, I mean, Hulk's definitely having a hissy fit. I don't know. I mean, it's, Thanos, it's, Thanos practically kicked his ass with one hand tied behind his back. I mean, it's true, <laughs> but. And without using an infinity stone. I mean, he also killed a god, so I mean. The Hulk can't expect that he's going to be the one to puny God. I know. Puny God. He killed puny God. Who cares? can expect that. (laughs) So we should, we should probably explain to people that Brandon just, so he binge watched like all of the movies in three weeks and like less than two. I watched like I watched them in like four, like three or four sittings. He had never seen them before. I've seen parts of them. yeah. Yeah. But, um, so he's just, he's not a huge fan. He he was not affected by Infinity War. No, not a, not one bit. <laughs> In fact, he cheered on some of the deaths. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan has no soul when it comes to Marvel. So, whereas me, I was like bawling my eyes out several times, and then oh, that movie was an emotional roller coaster. I think one of my biggest qualms with the movie was the fact that like I went in expecting people to die throughout the movie. All we had was Loki and Gamora die throughout the movie, and then they all died at the end. And I was like, okay, that's stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was expecting more. He was he wanted to see blood. Yeah, <laughs> Marvel is it's too easygoing. It, it like people are getting killed left and right, and there's no blood. Gamora was dropped off a cliff, and there's one little tiny pool of green blood by her head. 
It's not realistic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. should have consulted Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I feel like that'd be a go in the other end of things. So, <laughs> but um, do 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 do. Speaking of everything happening at the end, people who are to be determined. We don't know. Th- we don't know if they're dead or alive. I want to know people's Wong. Do we think he's dead or alive? Uh, probably alive. Yeah, because that would create a whole another crisis. Yeah, we don't need a second crisis going on right now. Because I mean, why would why would why would killing Wong be well, a, another the whole crisis? reason why he stayed behind was so that he could defend that place? Yeah, because like you know there are people complaining that oh he's such a big chicken, but really he had a job that he had to do. He couldn't wander off anywhere. He had to you know, or else you've not only got. Thanos's issue coming, but you've got Dormammu kicking down the door and being like, "Sup, <laughs> half of what's left." <laughs> half of what's left, unless he was one of the half that was turned to dust too. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think the whole you know Thanos wanting to balance out the universe by killing half of everything would be thrown off if he killed something major. That is only one of its kind. Okay. It's like if he killed Galactus. Pepper Pot. Probably is still alive. Yeah. All right. My, all right. So my theory is, and, and my theory is, is that obviously the good guys are going to get the gauntlet and they're going to turn back time and make all of it right. Oh, no. That's not what's going to happen at all. Uh, <laughs> are you being cynical? Maybe. <laughs> So we say it, I think she I think she might be dead right now. And I think that that's going to be a thriving force of what, you know, Tony's going to find out and Tony's going to make sure that he is going to get that gauntlet. That is true. I that mean, could drive him. He would truly be alone at that point. Yeah, that might break him. <laughs> but breaking him might be the thing that that <laughs> needs yeah, to happen. I mean, he's though. already been broken. So he might need to really be broken. So that's my theory. Mr. Stark, I don't want to go. It still reminds me of Bones. I know. I like. I know a lot of people like correlated it with Doctor Who. You know, the I don't want to go. But to me, if anyone watches Bones or watched Bones, um, Vincent Nigel Murray. At the very end of his time, that's what he said. I don't, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go. Like literally, exactly, almost exactly <laughs> like Peter did. So, I that reminded me of Bones. So, I was seeing some stirrings on Facebook that I didn't look into too heavy because I didn't want any spoilers for myself yet. But I'm behind on Agents of Shield. Well, I mean, we both are. But I'd heard that they address some of the, uh, you know, <laughs> how many of the agents have gone, uh, you know, missing since. Uh, they wrap up before. Yeah, then, I was right like, before yeah. then. Okay, so then uh, they do. They're working on it. Yeah, then. they do okay. mention there is an intergalactic council, uh, coming to Earth to deal with Thanos, uh, and then Graviton kind of 
tries to take on enough power to fight Thanos himself, but okay. it all goes to his head, and so he does not get to do that. I mm. won't okay. spoil too much. Shuri. I need to catch up. Yeah, I know. We both do. <laughs> Shuri. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of upset. I, I didn't think to do that before going to Infinity War. I mean, no huge you impact. have a lot. You, you're good. Yeah, yeah. I just always enjoy the the Agents of Shields like lead ups to the movies. Hmm. I think they've done a good job to where the people who don't like to watch like because I know the, I know you, you don't really miss out on a ton. No, I'm doing either one. They they've done a really good job of kind of mm, segregating, if that's all right. The like. Yeah. Keeping them separate and every you know, from from each other. So they work well with one another, but you're not you don't need one or the other, you know, to make it better. But I love the whole picture. I know. Then start watching it. Yeah, I will. (laughs) All right, what about Shuri? We didn't see her. Shuri. She's gonna take over her brother's spot. She's gonna do it. She's still alive. All right. Okay. I remember. Yeah, I think I, because she's going to be the new Black because, Panther because they showed something on the screen uh, before she disconnected um, the vision. So it's possible that she got enough of the vision to help restore him. So I'm thinking she's probably okay. So you think Vision's going to be restored, or something to that nature? Huh. Because it it felt like there was there was a foreshadowing moment there. Hmm. I'm not sure how he would be restored, but it'd be well, interesting. Because I mean, she potentially got all the data. I mean, okay, maybe. So, you, so all right, but general consensus is you think she's alive. Yeah. Okay. That or that, or she only got Ultron out. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'd be down for Ultron again. Yeah, well, I mean, because one of the Marvel cartoons I'd watched actually had um, Thanos beaten by Ultron. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure. No, it was it was, it was Ultron as um, she like a project that Tony's dad previously made or whatever, okay. and the. the the project was like the ultimate weapon that managed to defeat Thanos and they're all like celebrating. Yeah, it did it. It did it. And then suddenly it's eyes turn red and it's not what they thought it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, it, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see an old, uh, Ultron slash Thanos off. <laughs> I mean, if you watched the show, then you already did. Yeah. Um, but not, not like that Ultron. Oh, he says this Thanos, you know, Okay. All right. An obscure one. The Collector. It was really weird how, you know, Thanos kind of used him, but we never saw a body. We never saw, you know. Oh, he's toast. You think? Toast. He was dead before Yeah. they even showed up at nowhere. Yeah. You, sh- you sure? Toast. Yeah. Thanos Probably had already ran place and Power Stone just... <laughs> Unless he managed to get off nowhere before... It's possible he ran... I mean, because 
there's a reason why the collector has lived for as long as he did with everything that's been going on. Cause you know, he's been in the, in the universe for quite some time. Yeah. And so and the grandmaster, mm-hmm. what's his fate? Well, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to know why Hawkeye wasn't in this movie. I mean, I know that the, the reason why they gave, you know, was because, they, you know, they put him and his family in hiding and everything once all, all this kind of. <laughs> He's trying to retire, man. <laughs> just wants out of it. <laughs> but I don't know. As much as they, they, they hid him away, I don't see him sitting out. I don't see him sitting the battle out. I don't know. So I really want to know why, why well, he wasn't in the movie. I mean, if you, Maybe if, you next think, movie. if you think on it from this side, though, uh, if he went back to. Nick Fury and was being hit by Nick Fury. Nick Fury was caught off guard by the whole Thanos thing, as we saw at the end. Was he caught off? I mean, he was caught off guard with like the fact that that it was hap, like it had actually happened. Yeah, but, but I mean, he knew he knew that it was in the po- like process of happening. He knew that something was going down, but I don't know how much more than that he would have known. I mean, it's Nick Fury. Nick Fury is. Got ears all around the world. You, you, uh, I suppose that's Wakanda too, because it's kind of hidden and uncertain. But I was gonna say, you'd think if he at, at all knew about where the big final fight was gonna go down, there'd be some helicarriers there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, the fight happened rather quickly. So even if he did know, there'd be no way to get one of those helicarriers there. Yeah, as quickly. As it needed to be. It's not like this. It's not like a time frame jump type thing where like the whole battle in Wakanda happened for a week. Like, yeah, no, yeah. this probably all happened within the course of like an hour or two. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was fast. But, it was hardcore. Know, and on that note, that would be potentially why Hawkeye wasn't there because, you know, as fast as Nick Fury is, he can only deploy Hawkeye as fast as he is. Yeah, but he was, you know, he was on Captain's team. So Captain knew what was going on before Thanos even came. So you'd think, I'm sorry, I just don't see, I don't see Hawkeye, like, being completely cut off from everything going on. Yeah. I just don't know if he continued to stay in contact with. I, I, my thing is, like, in, if he was staying true to character, he would have, have stayed in contact. I suppose, maybe. You don't come out of retirement a couple times, you know, if <laughs> these people aren't your family. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you just cut your family off when, you know, they need you the most. Mm. And so. He was probably playing Mario Kart and just didn't get Cat's call. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. But speaking of like like people who you know, dead alive. I mean, Ant Man. We we kind of know why he he's got his own movie coming out, so can't really do much with his character when the, his movie's coming out, right? So who knows what's going on with that? But um, my question is, you know, it's supposed to be like fifty percent of people, right? And and all this, so. Um, Groot's not really a person, right? 
So why did he go? Why is Rocket the only one of the Guardians that are left? Because even though Nebula came from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, she's not really a Guardian. So why is why is Rocket the only one left of the Guardians? Because he is the only one of his kind. I mean, theoretically, Groot is too. I thought all of them were. I thought I saw something that I read. Right. And all of them are technically the last of their kind. No, because Gamora's planet was cut, was killed in half. And, and as Thanos said, her, her, her planet's a paradise now by his vision. By his vision. Yes, but I would imagine his vision is not everybody dead and looking like Titan. Oh, so, <laughs> in, so there's an interesting question, right? So his vision, right? Mm-hmm. So is Thanos, is he a philanthropist or a terrorist? Because, I mean, you know, if if he succeeded without the stones on Gamora's planet, home planet, right? If he succeeded and it's beautiful and theoretically, if it's beautiful, then everyone there should be okay with him, right? <laughs> then he might be considered a hero, right? Philanthropist. I mean. Sacrificing, you know, because it's even said in the, you know, how much did it cost? He said everything. You know, he's sacrificing everything to make sure that it's for the better, the betterment of, of everyone else, you know, sacrificing everything. that's also not his too. (laughs) Right. It just, you know, it kind of reminds me of, of, um, of wicked, you know, when, in, um, when the wizard is singing his song, you know, where he says, you know, a man's a traitor or a liberator. A rich man's a thief or a philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all in which label you're able to persist, it's, right? It's the question of does the ends uh, justify the means? Justify, yeah, that's, that's the word. Justify <laughs> the means. <laughs> and uh, yeah, can't say that i'm sure he can't be the only one thinking the way that he is personally i i mean i'm not for him in any way shape or form i bad guy bad guy Mm -hmm. but i'm sure that there are people out there that that think he's on to something yeah people also followed hitler too so (laughs) (laughs) i mean ultron was ultron was already you know trying to deliver thanos's model to earth well before thanos got there so Mm -hmm. Which means maybe the Infinity Stones are actually what's in his head. Now you're just grasping at straws here. Well, because I mean, if, if you think about it, Ultron's inte- you know, uh, artificial intelligence sort of came from the Mind Stone, right? And Ultron was relatively obsessed with basically killing half of Earth's population mm. to make the species perfect. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's a disease. <laughs> Again, grasping here, I guess. I don't know. Solidify that argument and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> I just like throwing out random thoughts like that, you know. Yeah. You know, but it's it's an interesting question though, right? You know, because if... if if he would have succeeded on his own on his home planet, would 
he have gone out and done it to everyone else? Is this just a, you know, thing of, I can't let it happen to everyone else. Like is, is his heart in the right place? Does he even have a heart? Obviously like, not. <laughs> well, I mean, our, I mean, according to the soul stone, he'd have to, in order to have exactly gained access to the soul stone. Right. It's just, it's he just, sacrificed Gamora. He yeeted her off, off the cliff. <laughs> it's just whether or not that heart is in the right place. I mean, if you're sacrificing something that you love so much, you know, theoretically, right? Then your heart would have to be in the right place, right? No. No. <laughs> no, he just killed the only thing that he loved. Which begs an interesting question. Why did he save her? To use her. Was that his ultimate goal, though? Because if it was, then would he have really cared enough in order for that sacrifice to have been a valid sacrifice he genuinely would have had to care for her yeah well in the movie it showed that he was like talking about this was going to be your throne blah 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 and he had plans for her yep to take over and Gamora was not having any of it so then he wasn't technically using her he was genuinely trying to make her his daughter yeah well, you could say the same about Nebula I mean, but he obviously hates Nebula <laughs> <laughs> or shows his love in weird ways. I mean, you know, wiping out half the universe. Yeah. Yes, he loves torturing his daughters. Mm. I'm really confused right now. I I lost something. What? I thought Nebula. So I'm an idiot apparently because Nebula is his daughter. I thought Nebula was the daughter of the blue dude that was in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, because he adopted. You know, like like he had brought in Gamora or whatnot because Thanos put her as a spy or whatnot. Gamora and Nebula are sisters. Well, I mean, obviously adopted sisters yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Same yeah. as same as Mr. Psychic Dude and the other the, you know, the big hulking dude and the Mr. Dark, Psychic the, the Black dude Order. The... <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dark elf looking girl. Dark elf wow. We're all children. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were but all could that uh, could that mean like She's religion about though? Ebony Maw, Call Obsidian, Proxima Midnight, yes. respectively. Yes. He seems to have forgotten about Carvis Glaive though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There was that guy too. So, but no, I mean, like you know, it's so <laughs> not to get into religion or anything, but you know, when when people say that they're children of God, God didn't actually birth them. You know, they're children of God. So I I think that the people that 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 you are thinking of are not chil- actual children of Thanos. I think that they are followers of Thanos and they call them because because to a certain extent, you know, like you kind of have to consider yourself a God if you're going to destroy half the population. I'm going to just piss off a lot of people by that statement. And I know I am. <laughs> I, I I feel like with Thanos, though, there I mean. There was definitely a distinction between his favorite and the rest of them, but I don't really think that he necessarily uh, had a distinction in his mind. I really think the only one that he truly felt was was his daughter was Gamora. Well, yeah, because she won. Yeah, she won over Nebula. It was, <laughs> you know, it was stated that Thanos pitted them against each other in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. But it ma- would make sense that they were the only ones that he uh, truly considered family then, because clearly the other ones don't seem to be 
as fucked up as Nebula was, but <sighs> it could also just be because they were the two strongest. He's like, all right, I got the two strongest. Now I'll find out which one's truly worthy of my love by having them destroy each other. I got mm. the two strongest Gamora that does nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I really want to. I, I want to know why she was considered the strongest of Thanos's children. She doesn't have anything, any any particular skill that's like in the comics. She was a weapon. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and I could see that. And maybe it's still the case in in the Marvel comic universe. She just doesn't really use it. But in in, in the comic universe, I, I, sorry, I think cinematic she, universe. Oh, really? That's what I meant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had the C, but the wrong C. <laughs> cinematic universe. You know, maybe she just hasn't shown what she's really capable of. I don't know. I just feel very mad about the Guardians in general. Yeah. I just feel like there's nothing spectacular about them. Oh, that's not what you were saying the other day with Groot. Groot's metal. Oh, my God. He's only metal because he cut off his own arm after grabbing (laughs) hot metal. That's why he's metal. (laughs) Can we can we speak for a moment about Groot though? Like Groot is hardcore. He, I, I, th- you know, and and so our son when we watched the movie and everything, he was he was kind of like he crawled into my lap for like the last ten minutes. He was having a hard time, you know, but then he seemed to be okay. And then I had to go to work that night, and Scott had to deal with the fallout. <laughs> St- <laughs> yeah. Stephen I didn't broke see it coming. down. <laughs> I did not see it coming. I was just folding laundry. <laughs> and Steven just started bawling his eyes out of over Groot. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry I wasn't there. I just ruined my kid for life by giving him this movie. Oh gosh. So um but he you know, I think he was he was the one that like at least for us, I, you know, was the one that like affected all of us when he went, you know? And um he I mean I mean, we watched him grow up from baby. <laughs> he went from adult to baby to teenager to dead. <laughs> I am Groot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Language. Uh, Groot in the Infinity War is Guardians of the Galaxy Groot's son. They're two different beings. Well, that's a theory, isn't it, though? Uh, it's been confirmed by movie people, like people who made the movie. Uh, it was, I mean, it was confirmed that, from my understanding, it was confirmed that, that the thing that he said at the end was he looked at Rocket and said, Dad, you know, like, Dad, you know, but Rocket's always looked out for him, you know, and everything. I mean, it, there is a theory, though, that, like, you know, the twig is, like, the son of Groot, but is it really, like, has it really truly been confirmed that he is the son? Yeah. Mini Groot. Groot is Groot's offspring. Okay. Oh, well. Confirmed by James Gunn on Twitter. Oh. Well, then. Well, James Gunn was the director, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He wasn't the writer. But but some can of- he can he really confirm? I mean, he didn't write the comics or the, the, the script. Can he really That's, confirm something? I mean, the director, yes. <laughs> he, he's got the relative authority where he, he wouldn't. I want to keep it. it in my mind that Baby but, Groot is still Groot, but, okay? But in on, February, <laughs> February of this year, he said, first Groot is dead. Baby Groot is his son. Now, if you hear me out, though, technically they've got the same DNA, though. So he's a clone and not a son in your mind? Yes. Like a bud. <laughs> and, you know, might have all the same memories. So, you know, if you 
switch out. I, of broom, I consider it kind of like a Phoenix thing. You know, not not to be confused with like Phoenix from X Men. I like like an actual Phoenix. You know, I thought you yeah, know from but, the ashes I mean, of. They've clearly of said merch. that he's the son. I know. Yeah, so that shot down in my mind. So, I prefer new Groot over old Groot. That's because he's you. Let's be honest. <laughs> The sass is real. Loving video games. <laughs> I don't know. I still think I like Baby Group more than Teenage Group. Because really? Baby Group was a little savage. I mean, they were like they were both savage in their different ways, but he was he just didn't care as a baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like as a teenager, he's sitting there playing video games, doing his own thing for half the movie. Right. So okay, I have two questions though I want to ask. All right. What was the saddest part for you in the movie? <laughs> saddest part. There's so many of them. Not really, but go ahead. Not really for you. I was bawling my eyes out for a third of the movie. It was really hard too because it was an emotional roller coaster. You had they had me crying and then they'd turn around like 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 the part where where Peter and Gamora were talking and everything and she's like, You have to promise me you're gonna kill me, you know, and and like like it was so emotional and then Drax is sitting there. I've been here for an hour. An hour? I'm invisible. (laughs) I was cracking up. It's an emotional roller coaster, though. I went from crying to cracking up. All right. So, saddest. Babe, you got to go first. It's going to be hard for me to choose. I got to go first. Yeah. I'd be between Loki or Spider-Man. Shaking my head. Shaking your head. Yeah. Why? Because he has to choose between Loki or Spider-Man when obviously the right answer is Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's who I Brandon, mean. the lover of Spider-Man over here. My, he's, <laughs> him and Captain America are my two favorites. Mm. Who I'd probably lean most toward. I, I probably think probably the, the saddest part for me was when Scarlet Witch had, had, to, to, kill had to kill Vision. Same. <laughs> Even though I, I knew right away that th- Thanos was just going to be like, rewind time and then kill him anyways, I was still sad that like that that happened i mean to be fair though there's no way that for those for those people on earth for them to know that he got the time stone though yeah so yeah and just i mean i I just saw i I didn't say that they knew i I just saw it coming i was like she's gonna kill him and he's just gonna be like (laughs) rewind (laughs) do over yeah scarlet witch's bay okay here's my second question most badass avenger in the movie I'm going to go with Scarlet Witch. I think she is one of the strongest Avengers, in my opinion. I'm going to wow. go with Vision. I'm sorry. If you know that you can sacrifice yourself to sit, you know, like, he 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 had no qualms on doing this. And then they're like, okay, we can cut in your head. He's like, all right, do it. Like, like I'm sorry. Like, if we're going to go hardcore, like, strongest, <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Hardcore, Vision. That's in my mind. Sorry. I mean, and and here, you know, here he is. Like he's injured, and he's trying to save her. Like he's hardcore. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's 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 the most hardcore. I thought I I, I have to go with Thor though because the freaking radiation of the star. <laughs> he's just <laughs> and getting a whole space station to move. To life. no no most hardcore. Ready ready, the dwarf who made a uh, made a hammer with no hands. I'm just saying. Peter Dinklage. I mean, the mold was already made. The, the only role that Pink, Peter Dinklage will be bigger than anyone else. <laughs> I'm sorry, Peter Dinklage. I did that. I'm sorry. I said it. Call in and, and yell at her. I, I thought I give permission. <laughs> I thought it was just interesting how 
Scarlet Witch was holding back Thanos while killing Vision at the she, same time. I was she's, like, she's so yeah. fucking badass. She is very, very badass. Well, her powers came from one of the Infinity yeah, Stones. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I know that. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, she had the power of, yeah. I mean, it's... It, Not it's sure why the Mind Stone gave her those types of powers, but whatever. Uh, I mean, Mind Stone maybe also had connection to telekinesis as well as telepathy. I mean, she she had to have had some sort of, of, well, well. I mean, it's the same universe. We'll we'll go for it. The same sort, like some sort of mutation. She might have been like some sort of mutant, and then it became superpowers with the stone power. Yeah, I mean, and speaking of mutants, here we go. Question: In the comics, you know, Thanos is dealt with in in um, Avengers versus X Men. I want there to be a crossover. I don't. I do. And yeah. I mean, and, there is, and it's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not really a crossover, though. Like, but I mean, the the producer of X Men, uh, Lauren Schuler Donner, I think. Denner? Donner? Donner? I think it's Donner. I um, you know, um, they've already, you know, already said why not like sure why not we'd love a crossover like let's do it so maybe a lot of finagling i'm not ready to go through a train wreck watching all of the x-men again but you wouldn't be watching all of the x-men again though i would have to watch all of them because i haven't seen all you would really have to watch is days of future past and you're caught up like let's be honest yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a train wreck i don't want involved because days of future too past much. just said forget all the other movies yeah band-aid it was a band aid. That's what it was. But I mean, if if they yeah. bring X Men, then they might as well bring Deadpool because then at least it make the movies more interesting. Deadpool is fantastic, but then it it would definitely not be a family friendly oh, movie. Rated R, please. <laughs> I'd be down for a rated R Avengers movie. Oh my gosh, no, 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 no! If it was Deadpool, Drax, and Thor all in one, it would be a it would be an M A. Let's be honest, it'd be it'd be M A, not R. <laughs> It's like an angel and a pirate had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, or I, I could see uh, though, you know, if you had Deadpool in, in those movies, um, uh, Deadpool's one friend that you know, said his face looks like a, a avocado head sex of a <laughs> something or whatever. I could just see him and Drax just constantly just spitting out insults. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> uh, I don't know because the thing about Drax is that like he's innocently like like he doesn't purposely well, insult. That, but that's, he's but that's innocently the thing. Like, the guy would start it, and then Drax would be like, "Yeah, yeah," and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, follow up. What's what was the funniest mo- moment in the movie for you? Probably most the scenes with Spider Man. I mean, my, I think the one that really comes to mind when I think of Spider-Man is the when the Guardians came onto the ship that uh, Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, and him were on, and the things rolling on the floor, and yeah. he's like, "Ah, oh, don't you know? Don't he's starting making alien references? He's like, don't impregnate me." He, he, was, he was full of alien references that whole movie. Have you ever seen that old movie, Alien? If, yeah, that if you, was my favorite. If you one. bring up one more, uh, you know, pop culture, culture reference. reference. 
<laughs> but that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man's quippy. Like, <laughs> Is it still the most awesome movie ever? It never it was. It never was. was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was my favorite. That's my, my most funniest moment. Randy, funniest moment for you. When Doctor Strange introduces himself to Spider-Man yeah. and Spider-Man. Oh, oh we're, we're using, using our, our fake, fake names. names. <laughs> well, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. It can get a bit confusing, though, when you're but, referring to Spider-Man or Star-Lord because they're both named Peter. Peter, yeah. So I'm like, Star-Lord and Peter Parker. <laughs> well, I mean, let's think like actors in the whole thing. Like there's how many Chris's are there in the entire universe? Let's be honest. Chris, Chris and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so... What about you, babe? Funniest move, moment? I already had said it was when, uh, you know, Star Lord was like, "Yeah, is that still the most greatest movie of all time?" Oh, I thought. Okay, all right. I thought you were just kind of like, refer- okay. No, no. So no, I, I chose that one. Mm. Although the 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 you know, have you seen uh, that one movie? Alien, and then when they actually blew the hole in the ship and caused the scene <laughs> yeah. to happen, because I yeah, know, kids seen more movies because <laughs> I've seen. I've seen that movie. You know, I have not like seen you. Alien. Yeah, so you I would never yeah. watch I got the no. reference immediately and laughed my head off. I, I when when the great movie ride was a thing at Disney, like that was the part that I would jump every time because there was a there was a small part in the great movie ride that had the alien movie. It, it had it had a it xenomorph. Had it did. Oh my gosh. And it nice. dropped down from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That'd do it. That'd do it. Okay, what was uh, to wrap things up, what was your what was the funniest thing for you? Mm, so many. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> I think, I think hers is uh, when Groot said, "I am Groot." They're all yeah. Language? No, no. Take mean- ass and it's <laughs> <laughs> funny too. But no. Oh gosh. All right. So. I th- all right. I think the funniest moment for me was not when Drax was saying he was was invisible or anything, but it was actually when Mantis came over and was like, "Hi, Drax!" Like, like yeah. Like, <laughs> I love, like, and he just throws his arms down and walks. <laughs> as much as I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Guardians. I like the weird ones. I like Mantis, and I like you know Rocket and Groot. I don't really care for like the the main Gamora, Star Lord <laughs> kind of thing. Oh no, no, wait! Uh, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? Gamora. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. There was a lot of funny parts in the movie. I was laughing for like a good chunk of the movie. I really was. I actually might say that my favorite was actually Pirate Angel. Pirate Angel. (laughs) I I think I have to change it to that. Are you lowering your voice? No. I always sound like this. (laughs) You You did it again. You should probably wrap it up though. (laughs) Yep. All right, because we can talk about funny moments. I mean, we could continue to talk about this for forever. Um, Well, for those of you who couldn't listen live, definitely comment on on stuff. Send us email and everything. We'd love to continue this conversation beyond our um, thing. Uh, Otherwise, I'm Wendy. I'm Scott. I'm Brandon. Randy's over there making us sound good. And uh, this is the Geek End Update saying, find a way to put some geek in your week. I don't want to go. Bye. (laughs)